0: Come, come, whoever you are. Come into this sacred space for our being together. Come into this caring space, for our stories can be told here. Come into this joyful space, for here, we share hope in the possibilities of our lives. Good morning. I am Reverend Jane Davis. I'm filling in for Reverend Angela, who is away today for her father's memorial service. I am here with lay leader, Judy Goering, and we are fortunate today to have two guest speakers, Adrian Lawyer and Stacey Fatimi from the Transgender Resource Center of New Mexico. If you are visiting us today, Please put your name and location in the chat.
1: Good morning, everyone. Just announcement today, the Social Justice Council's annual auction and dinner raises funds for community groups, both within and outside the church, whose work reflects our UU values and principles. For the first time since 2019, This will be a in-person event on Saturday, August 27th at 5 p.m. We're selling tickets today at the social justice table for $10. You can also pick up a form to donate items for the auction. How about a painting, a dinner at your home, a class in an area of your expertise, crafts, jewelry art objects a time chair or furniture have an artistic talent submit a design for our new first you social justice t-shirt that we can wear to community events representing our church sales of the winning design chosen at the auction will benefit social justice programs visit the social justice table after the service to find out more. We light this chalice today in honor of the Unitarian Universalist First Principle. To affirm and promote the inherent worth and dignity of every person. We light this chalice in honor of the light we each carry within.
2: by my name know me in my truth trust the sacred flame that burns in me and you listen to my song i'm gentle and i'm strong with the love i can't contain won't you call me by my name rejoice with all our hearts won't you tell me who you are as we come to learn the gifts we in turn a better way to live the stories that we share will show us how to care you can help me do my part when you tell me who you are you can fill the world with grace when you call me by my name
1: Universalists. We are people of faith with open minds, loving hearts, and helping hands.
3: Hi, friends. Welcome to Katie Tales. Today we're reading Be You by Peter H. Reynolds. You were born to be so many things. My wish for you, no matter where your journey leads, is for you to always be you. Be ready to take that next step toward being an amazing human being. Be curious, turn every stone, ask every why, and keep digging deeply. Discover your own answers. Be adventurous, live a big life. When you are ready, step outside your comfort zone. Bravely explore new paths and see where they lead you. Be connected. Find kindred spirits. Be with those who make you feel like the real you. Be persistent. Keep going. Never stop. Keep going. Never stop. Keep going. Never stop. Be different. Be silly. Be quirky. Be odd. Be unique. Be weird. Be colorful. Be okay with being different. Be just the way you are. Be kind. Be understanding. Help those around you to be themselves. Listen. Then listen some more. Learn more about who they are. Be brave. Try new things. Take a deep breath and plunge forward into new experiences. It gets easier every time you try. Be your own thinker. Think for yourself and set your own unique course. It isn't always easy, but you'll be heading in the direction of you. Be okay being alone. Take time to be on your own. Hear your own thoughts, your inner voice. Listen to your heart. Be patient. Being more you takes time. Take a deep breath. Relax. Let your future unfold at its own pace. It will be worth the wait. Be okay reaching out for help. When you need a helping hand, a compassionate ear, an encouraging word, reach out. As you voyage out into the world, remember, no matter what, you will always be loved. You are ready, so go ahead, be you. Be very, very you.
0: Let's pause the chat for a few moments during the meditation and prayer. Today's meditation is adapted from Meditation on Hope and Love in a Time of Struggle by Alice Anika, I'm sorry, Anakika Naisman. In a world so filled with brokenness and sorrow, it would be easy to lose ourselves in never ending grief, to be choked by our outrage. Instead, this morning, let us simply breathe together as we hold our hearts open.
4: Breathing in as our hearts fill with compassion.
0: Breathing out as we pray for healing in our world and in our lives. Breathing in as
4: we hold hope in our hearts.
0: Breathing out as we pray for justice in our world and in our lives. Breathing in, we are prayer. Breathing out, we are healing. Breathing in, we are love. Breathing out, we are peace. Breathing in, we are hope. Breathing out, we are justice. May we know our strength. May we be filled with courage. May our love flow from us into
4: this world.
0: Now as our bodies relax, let us continue to breathe together as we enter a time of silence.
1: This community is made of love, of all the delight and care that lies between and among us, even in a virtual space like this one. Sharing our joys and concerns, being generous and vulnerable with one another, strengthens that connection, magnifies that joy, and allows us to lighten one another's burdens. If you cannot share in the chat today for any reason, we would still love to hear to know what's in your heart. Please contact us at caring at uuabq dot org, y
5: veo el reflejo. De un está vivido, con esfuerzo que va quemando el amor. Ardiente como el fuego, amor de madre, amor de hijos. Siguiendo fieles el ejemplo de Cristo, hay tanto que dar y tan poco que pedir. Madre santa del cielo, hoy cantamos para ti Unidos en la alianza de amor Vamos construyendo sueños Juntos en la misión, tú y yo por ellos Toma mi vida, piensa mi voluntad Ayúdanos siempre a amar la verdad Y así lograr la santidad Formarte, Hijo predilecto Y yo voy a guiarte Y sigue a tu hermano Sé todo para todos Entrégate sin miedo Y descubre tu misión Y yo sembraré En la tierra fértil Llenaré el huerto de tu corazón Los lazos de fe Vamos construyendo sueños Juntos en la misión Tú y yo por ellos Toma mi vida Piensa mi voluntad Ayúdanos siempre sentida
0: Let's lift up the prayers of the community. We grieve with Amy's son, whose mother died last week. We hold Beth Orell and her best friend Susanna Andrews in our care. Susanna's adult son is seriously ill with COVID. These loved ones, we lift up to the great powers of healing and renewal known by many names. Please join me in the spirit of prayer. Spirit of life and source of love, may we remember that to be alive is to experience love, joy, discomfort, stress, loss, heartbreak, frustration, and peace. As we go about our messy, beautiful lives, may we take comfort in knowing that we are not alone. In our moments of joy, may we share our happiness with one another. In our moments of sorrow, may we find comfort in the support of beloved community. Peace be with
4: you.
2: Something I'm learning day after day Something that steadies my feet on the way Is the truth that my life brought me right To the place I am now Though I don't know how There is not a doubt Nothing is wasted, nothing is lost All that I went through Whatever the cost I can use on the road To the person I'm trying to be None of it came free, but all of it is me All of who I am is beautiful and strong As I come to know that all of me belongs My best and my worst, the ways that I've grown the struggles I've faced, the joy that I've known, there is a blessing I'm trying to understand. It's been there since my life began, I will find it in all of who I am. Some of my kindness comes from my pain. Sorrow and tenderness join once again in a spirit of gentle compassion that helps me accept. Every last regret lets me move ahead. these on the journey, years on the
6: path.
2: Wisdom abounding. I ask and I've come to believe that whatever I need I will find every single time love will be my guide all of who I am is beautiful and strong as I come to know that all of me belongs my best and my worst the ways that I've grown the struggles i faced, the joy that I've known There is a blessing I'm trying to understand It's been there since my life began I will find it in all of who I am All of who I am is beautiful and strong As I come to know that all of me belongs My best and my worst The ways that I've grown The struggles I've faced The joy that I've known There is a blessing I'm trying to understand It's been there since my life began I will find it in all of who I am I will find it in all of who I am.
4: We are so
0: fortunate today. We have two amazing speakers. First, Adrian Lawyer, Adrian co-founded the Transgender Resource Center of New Mexico in 2008 with Zane Stevens to be a clearinghouse of service of service provision, education and advocacy for the transgender community. He has facilitated over 3,000 Transgender 101 training sessions throughout New Mexico, including training every corrections department in the state, also training numerous district attorneys' offices, police departments, public and private schools, healthcare and social service facilities, and countless businesses, nonprofits, and other entities. Adrian has led successful advocacy efforts for model transgender student policies, gender neutral restrooms, trans inclusion in social service facilities, statewide bullying prevention, and most recently, birth certificate gender marker change. On a national level, Adrian presents and consults on many issues impacting the trans community, including TGR C and M as a successful model for local service provision. Service provision, sorry. He has been recognized with the Jose Saria Into the Light Award. This is an award for community service, and he has also been recognized for the Vincent R. Johnson Model of Hope Award for LGBTQ role models. In 2019, Adrian won the Advocacy in Action, Professional Innovation in Victim Services Award presented by the New Mexico Crime Victims Reparation Commission. Adrian is a trans man and father, and in his spare time, he enjoys playing guitar with a band named Sue. We also have Stacy Fatimi, who is the first education and outreach program manager for the Transgender Resource Center of New Mexico. After coming out as trans at, at the age of 17, they began casually educating others to address a gap in gender knowledge that affected their everyday life. Now, at age 25, they do transgender cultural fluency trainings and workshops for organizations around the country with an added focus on non binary people and the issues they face. Before becoming part of the center, Stacy worked with the Health Equity Alliance for LGBTQ New Mexicans as a presenter, a writer, and an editor for the New Mexico GSA digital curriculum, as well as under the moniker transeducation.net for trans-related trainings. When not at work, Stacy can be found making metal, punk and ambient music with their longtime friend, the six string bass guitar.
4: Awesome,
7: thanks. If y'all don't have a communications person to write you a bio, let me recommend that you get one. Every time I hear that bio, I'm like, who is that? What are they talking about? But uh, that's why you want someone else to write your bio and make you sound really good. Um, I don't think there's too much need to introduce myself beyond that. And I know we're kind of queued up, so I'll just let Stacey come in on their queue instead of us doing any intros. Also, y'all are the lucky group, You use Zoom. Because Stacy is a Zoom exclusive cameo today. Stacy's not going to be able to join me at the eleven o'clock. So y'all are super lucky to get to meet Stacy here today. I'm, I'm really happy to have them here. All right, let me get our slideshow up.
4: And I would say my biggest.
7: Um, I would say my biggest week. As a public speaker is staying within the time that I'm allotted I always have way more to say than whatever time we've been given so y'all please do use the big hook to stop me if i'm if i'm taking up too much time and i'll try to keep it at a clip here. All right, the first thing that we want to do is tell you a little bit about our Center because we can't go anywhere without wanting to tell people about the resource that is TGRC. There may be folks here in the Zoom room who need TGRC, or there may be people in here who have family, friends, or loved ones who need TGRC. So quickly, we're just going to go over the center, what it is, our history a little bit. My friend Zane and I did start the center way back in 2008, and Zane's wife always says that we started TGRC with nothing and a laptop, and I think that's about right. We put up a website, we started doing our trainings, we started having support groups, we started trying to help people do information and referrals all that long time ago. Now we're a really sizable statewide organization that engages in services, advocacy, and education. Uh, so services means helping people, right? And these are statewide services that we provide. It's really important to us that we are not the Transgender Resource Center of Albuquerque. We are the Transgender Resource Center of New Mexico. And the real truth is there's not a Transgender Resource Center of Arizona, Colorado, or Texas. So we get calls from those places too, sometimes needing help. And we do just really try to help folks here in the Southwest the best that we're able with our resources. So we do name changes, identity documents, financial assistance, information, referrals. We have a provider directory on our website. We have a statewide program to do outreach and support for trans and non-binary people who are incarcerated. It's called our Inside Advocate program. And we have a staff person who heads up that program very specifically. We also send out trans-specific items. So if trans or non-binary people need a wig or breast forms or a binder or any kind of special underwear that sometimes trans folks use, they just contact us. We'll purchase it for them. We'll get it sent out to them. We also have nine different peer support groups. And we hit on the same solution y'all did. Our support groups meet twice a month. Once a month, they meet on Zoom exclusively. Once a month, they meet in person exclusively. So now we have people from some really rural parts of the state connecting into these groups. So please do refer people into our groups. And you can see that we have nine different ones to try to meet the needs of all the folks who might need one. I think one of the main groups we want y'all to hear about today is our parents support group. And we call it that, but we mean family member. So if you're a cisgender person and you have a trans or non-binary person in your family and you want any kind of support or might want to lend support around that, please check out our parents group. Here in town, we do have our only physical facility. We call it our drop-in center, and we do all of the same services that we provide statewide at the drop-in center, but we also do provide some very specific things, mainly for really vulnerable trans people, mainly trans folks who are not safely and stably housed. So at the drop-in center, we have a shower, we have washers and dryers, we serve as a permanent mailing address for our folks there, we do rapid HIV testing, we have permanent storage for their things. I mean, really, the list of stuff we do at the drop-in center goes on and on and on. And y'all might have heard that we're closing our thrift store after four years, but we still absolutely accept donations at the drop-in center for folks there. Food, clothing, stuff like that, we're always in need of. That's the address for our drop-in center. If you would ever want to just come and take a tour of our drop-in center, we'd love to show you around and tell you more about what we do there. Food is a big deal at the center. A lot of our folks we know don't eat unless they get their food at TGRC. So we know that food justice is a big focus of what we do. Advocacy work in nonprofits means policy work and legislative work, and we do all of that. We continue to have to defend against any negative bills, but we also do draft and pass positive bills for trans and non-binary people. We did change the way that you change the gender on your birth certificate here, and in 23, we are, by God, going to change the way you change your name. There is no reason that you should have to publish your name change in the newspaper before you have your hearing, and we're going to change that requirement here in New Mexico. And the last thing that we do is education, and we do a phenomenal two-hour training. It's called Transgender Cultural Fluency. We've done it for y'all at the UU in the past, but we'd love to come back. I'd especially love you to get an updated training from Stacy Um, for anybody who's interested. We can schedule it, not even on a Sunday, just whenever you think folks might be able to come. And what we're going to do right now is essentially a tiny little commercial for that training. We're going to tell you the most basic kind of terms that we can tell you from that training. But believe me, it takes two full hours to do this training. So know that you're just getting a little teaser almost for the training.
8: All righty. Thank you so much, Adrian. So we're going to go through a couple of what we call the big four, the four aspects that are most necessary to know about when we're talking about transgender people. Now, the first of these four is sex. Sex is essentially a label that's given to you when you're born based on how your genitals look. Sex is something that is bodily, it's more than just genitals, but oftentimes, this is how we identify young children by their sex. Now, the second aspect is gender. Gender is Basically, how you know whether or not you're a man, a woman, non binary, or nothing at all. Really, gender is something that you know and feel within yourself, but it's separate from your body. Now, gender expression is the outward view of how you express your gender. This can be done through clothing, behavior, your appearance. Your gait, the way that you walk, your use of language, even a lot of these things are very highly gendered, and a lot of people will use certain things to express their own gender. Our final characteristic is orientation, which basically is about who you're attracted to. This attraction can be sexual, emotional, or romantic. It doesn't matter. It could even be nothing at all. Now, the perhaps the most important thing about these four things is that none of them cause each other. They're all independent characteristics. Once we realize that sex is different from gender and gender is different from gender expression and so on and so forth, it becomes a lot easier to make sense of the concept of what it means to be trans in our own minds. Now, speaking of, to be transgender simply means to not identify 100% with the gender or sex that you were assigned or designated at birth. Now, when we're talking about the word transgender, it's a totally fine word for anyone to use. In fact, we often use the word trans, which is the shortened form of transgender, it's just a little bit easier to say, saves a little bit of time and a lot of people like saying the word trans as opposed to transgender. Now transgender has an antonym, an opposite, which is cisgender. Someone whose gender definitely 100% matches the sex or gender that they were designated at birth can call themselves cisgender, and this does in fact apply to most people. Now. We need the word cisgender or cis. Cis can also be a shortened form of cisgender. We need this word because if we have the word for transgender, we need a value neutral term for not transgender so that we recognize the whole breadth of the human experience with our language. Now, there are a lot of different ways to be trans. It doesn't mean being trans doesn't mean that you want to uh, change into the opposite gender or you have a want to be the opposite gender. Simply put, trans people are and always have been the gender that they are. If someone has the courage to finally come out and say that they are a woman, for instance, that is a truth that has been true about them probably since, well, for their whole lives, essentially. So that's really important to know. Now, when we're talking about the word opposite gender, it doesn't really work with our current understanding of gender, which includes those genders outside of the binary. Now, to be non-binary simply means to not exclusively or entirely be a man or a woman, or to not be defined at all by a man or a woman. Now, there are a lot of different words on the screen right now that classify all sorts of different words that people use to express their non-binary identity. Some of these words have differing definitions, but what's really important to note is that being non-binary is something that has existed since time immemorial. We have evidence dating back to ancient Mesopotamia showing that people have always been non-binary, and this is just a word that is being put to a sensation, to a knowledge that has been with us since we have had culture. We really often like to make this comparison between trans people and left-handed people. Some of you may know that for a very long time in the United States, left-handed people were discriminated against simply for being left-handed. Now, this practice is not really done anymore, at least here in the U.S., but for a very long time, it seemed like fewer people were actually left-handed than they really are because those left-handed people who existed were forced to appear as though they were not left-handed. As the stigma lifted, it seems like more and more people were becoming left-handed. But really, we know that left-handedness has always been about a 12% trait. And it's probably about the same for being trans, about a four or five percent trait. About four or five percent of people have always been trans, always been non-binary, right? But it's only nowadays that the stigma is slowly being lifted that we're gradually seeing the true numbers that we have. And that's very important to note that we are many and that we have strength in our alliances within ourselves. Now, I would like to pass it back to Adrian to talk about some of the issues that the trans community faces.
7: Perfect. Thank you so much, Stacey. That was great. All right, so yeah, being trans is still not an easy thing, being trans and non-binary. We think of those things as a cluster, right? If we look at the definition of trans the way we define it today, non-binary actually would fall under that umbrella even. But we pretty much always try to say trans and non-binary, trans and non-binary, because those groups are are very similar and we're dealing with very, very similar disparities in our culture right now. The discrimination and violence that trans people are facing is completely, completely out of control. So many trans people are rejected by their families of origin so many trans people are not safe and don't have access in healthcare settings, educational settings, employment settings, housing. This data is the most high impact data that I have ever seen as a trans educator because it comes from the New Mexico Youth Risk and Resiliency Survey. This is a survey conducted every other year confidentially with public high school students throughout the state. Not every school participates, but schools in every single county, but three participate. So this is data truly from all over the state about public high school students. We begged them to put a trans question on this survey for years and we finally got it on there in 2017. So now we have three cycles of data that show how many kids identify as trans or non-binary and what's going on with them. And this is what it looks like y'all. In 2019, 3.2% of the students said that they considered themselves transgender, genderqueer or gender fluid, 3.2%. And in 2017, it was 3.4. And for 21, I can't reveal this data yet, but I have it, I've seen it, it is higher. It is significantly higher than 3.2% for 21. So this number is very revealing. There are not more trans youth than trans adults. When we get the prevalence on trans youth, we will be getting the prevalence for trans people, right? And look what these kids are going through, nine times the unstable housing as their cisgender peers, three times the sexual violence, not in their lifetimes, just within the 12 months prior to taking this survey. And in that same year, these kids attempted to kill themselves four times as often. One third of the trans and non-binary students reported having applied lethal means to their own bodies within the last 12 months. These are 15, 16, 17-year-old New Mexicans. These are our kids, right? And this is what they're reporting. This is what they're going through. So this is why we get out of bed every single day to do what we do. On, in April, 2022 took the honor of being the high watermark for anti-trans legislation all over the country. These anti-trans bills are very specifically crafted to target trans kids, rather than trans people, trans adults, and they almost always target their access to health care or their full participation in their school communities. These are centralized political strategy. We can see that because all over the country, wherever these bills crop up, they have mirror language, right? These are not coming from the constituencies and estates. These bills to me are actually solutions in search of a problem, right? So what can we do? I know y'all are helpers. You, you folks are helpers. You're not just listeners. You want to do something about it. So be more than an ally, be an accomplice, be an advocate, right? Learn, let us come and bring that two-hour training to the congregation again. Let's set up a few sessions where everybody can come and take a two-hour training if they're interested in doing that. You can always help by looking at policies, forms, physical spaces, bathroom access, wherever you are, at your workplace, and your social groups, in your faith communities. We say you're so lucky to be in New Mexico because if you want to help with the legislative and policy stuff, all you really have to do is join our mailing list. You live in one of the only states that has an organization like ours, and we will always let you know when it's time to call your city councilor or email your state legislator. So just get on our mailing list, and we want to enlist you. Really, putting your pronouns on your name tags is a big deal, right? Stacy and I always say it pronouns are not everything pronouns are not the be all end all of supporting trans people, but we do truly feel safer when we walk into a place where people have their pronouns out, you know, it just lets us know that you know something about it. I can't say it enough right i'm an educator at heart contact us for more training, we want to bring more training to you that's what we live for. I will pull this down, but you can always donate and help TGRC by just going to our website. There's a big old donate button right on our website if you want to help financially. But there's so many other ways to help us as well. Get in touch if you want to help. We can always use volunteers. We can give you other ways to help out anytime. And thank you all so much for having us here today. It really means a lot that we got to to be in here with you all.
1: Our offertory words this morning are provided by Elena Westbrook. Far too often, we are forced to confront the terrible things that people can do to each other. When these things happen, one thing we can do is come together in places like this church to remind ourselves that there is still hope. There is still love. There are still good-hearted people who can look unblinkingly into the storm and continue to believe a calm, bright morning will come. This community is a refuge refuge, for where we can keep the Ember of Hope alive when all the world seems intent on dousing it. And then we can use our little ember to light a beacon for the rest of the world. Our offerings each week sustains this community so we can share our small embers of light In a dark world. Family Promise of Albuquerque is our Change for the Future recipient for June, July, and August. Empowers families in Albuquerque and Rio Rancho who are at risk of homelessness or currently experiencing homelessness. Their clients are supported as they achieve sustainable independence through a community-based response. Volunteers from First Unitarian have supported Family Promise for many years. You can make an offering online by clicking on the link that we'll put in the chat box. And if you prefer not to give online, you can simply mail a check to the church and include change for the future on the memo line. Let us now give freely and generously an offering to sustain and strengthen our shared religious community.
6: treat each other in a way that's fair
2: what a wondrous day when we treat our planet with respect and care what a wondrous day what a wondrous day love and justice what a wondrous day peace and freedom what a wondrous day hallelujah what a wondrous day We love our neighbors and are loved in turn, what a wondrous day! When we help each other in our quest to learn, what a wondrous day! What a wondrous day, love and justice, what a wondrous day, peace and freedom, what a wondrous day, hallelujah! There's no more hunger and there's no more hate! What a wondrous day! When the whole creation will celebrate! What a wondrous day! What a wondrous day! Love and justice! What a wondrous day! Peace and freedom! What a
6: wondrous day! Hallelujah! What a wondrous day! A great day
2: coming and it's ours to bring What a wondrous day Do the work you need to Then get up and sing What a wondrous day What a wondrous day Love and justice What a wondrous day Peace and freedom What a wondrous day Holiday Thank
0: you for your generosity. What is generously given is respect in gratitude. Thank you on behalf of First Unitarian and on behalf of Family Promise. We are coming to the end of our service. If you'd like to stay and talk with other congregants, just stay on the Zoom meeting. After the credits, you'll be given the option to enter a breakout room. And wherever you are after the service, here's a question for you to consider. How have I stepped outside my comfort to affirm and promote the inherent worth and dignity of a marginalized person? Now, before we go to the benediction, Let's do our passion greeting. If possible, please put your Zoom in gallery view. Place one hand on your heart and reach out your other hand to each
4: other. Blessed be. Let's extinguish our chalices.
0: As we extinguish this chalice, may we go from this space in an earnest search for truth and meaning, seeking first to understand and then to be understood, seeking not for the absence of struggle but for the resilience to overcome. Go in peace.